Hi everyone, this is Jackie Cooper with J. Cooper Travels and today I have a really special guest on. Uh, we're going to be talking about writing, we're going to be talking about travels, we're going to be talking about some of our mutual interests and passions and today I have Leah on and she is based in Nebraska and uh, that's a uh, state that I haven't explored yet so I'm really excited to talk about that. Um, but, uh, in the meantime, I want to welcome you on. Thank you so much for being on. How are you doing? I'm doing well, thanks. And thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate this. Sure. So, uh, you know, we connected on LinkedIn and I see that you have done a lot in a short time. Um, you have, uh, been a contributing editor on different things, uh, different publications. You've been a freelance writer. You've also um, been uh, a, an entertainment writer as well as uh, an intern dealing with different um, uh, socio-political and uh, research. Just a, such a variety of things. How did you become involved with writing? Why? What? How did it kind of be your passion and, and what are you developing like a niche? I know I keep going on and on, but I'm so excited to talk to you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So I've been writing, you know, ever since I could like hold a pencil since I was really small. When I was nine or 10, I had a notebook um, and I just went beginning to end and wrote basically an entire fancy novel that I was reading to all my family and all my friends and I was super excited about it. Um, and then I got more, you know, as I'm, as you kind of referenced, as you can see on my LinkedIn and, and that sort of thing, I got more into the journalism um, end of things. And that happened in high school. I joined my high school newspaper and became editor in chief. And I started writing um, some humor, humor and satire there. What happened is the editor in chief writes um, an editorial column. And mine just, I started writing in just this quirky, kind of like funny, witty way that was a lot of fun to do. And I became a little like mildly famous in my school for writing these funny editorial columns. Um, and then I went to college and I continued my interest in writing there. I was at Vassar College, um, was editor in chief of, I know we're both, we're both Vassar alums, um, editor in chief of a newspaper there called the Miscellany News, which was a really wonderful and wild experience. It was like you would get in the office at 7 p.m. on a Tuesday and you wouldn't leave until like 4 a.m. on Wednesday and go back in for a few more hours. It was a, a lot, a lot, but it was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, so did writing there. I also, I started out as the humor and satire editor there, so continued with that. Um, and yeah, I'm really interested in music. I love music, and I'm interested in social justice as well, and I'm interested in combining those things um, in my writing. You know, I was a creative writing minor and a women's studies major, so all of that kind of combined together to inform, you know, the things that I'm doing right now. So um, I know that we've talked about this a little bit off camera. You have an interest, like you said, in social justice and also in feminism and in um, pop culture. So um, what are you doing, doing currently in uh, those areas? Yeah, absolutely. So that's very much you know what I'm focused on doing right now. So uh, one of the things that I'm doing is I write for 1883 Magazine, which is actually based out of London. Um, so it's pretty cool. I've been, you know, obviously working with them virtually that way. Um, and for that, I interview uh, writers, I interview musicians, I interview, um, you know, like, you know, th those sorts of things. Um, and it's a digital and print publication. And uh, yeah, that's been a really cool experience, especially when I get to interview people, you know, who are feminist, um, you know, who, who share those beliefs and, and that sort of thing and kind of have a social justice lens there. 
Um, and I've actually gotten to talk to some really cool people. Um, I spoke with, I did the cover story actually recently. Um, and I spoke with Ghost Mane, who is kind of like a hard metal rapper, but his fiance, uh, Poppy, is actually up for some Grammy awards. So they're pretty, pretty, uh, you know, been doing some cool things as a couple. Um, and I also uh, recently did an interview with some of the stars of a Netflix, an original Netflix series, uh, which has done really well. It's called Julian the Phantoms. And, you know, I know people who are fans of it who were like, oh my gosh, just in my life, really excited that I did that. So in addition to that, um, I started an internship at the Omaha Reader, which is a local alt-weekly, actually it's an alt-monthly. Um, so kind of think of the Omaha equivalent of New York's Village Voice um, when that was still in existence. So I'm doing that. I'm really excited about the stories I have coming for that. One of them is on uh, Nebraska curriculum and the degree to which it's culturally relevant um, and also historically accurate. So looking at those things. Another thing is on the top 20 uh, feminist albums by women um, in 2020. That'll be coming out soon. So very excited for that. That's, that's awesome. Absolutely awesome. We'll have to do a follow up podcast just to kind of cover all okay. that. Once I've done. Yeah. Um, and I also have a, a feminist music blog as well, but I recently started, um, just did my first Q&A interview there. So interviewing artists who are feminist and then also like digging, taking a deeper dive into songs and explaining why they're feminist and why it's a great song. So, yeah. That is super. I mean, again, these are all uh, areas that resonate with me and, and my love of, you know, exploring the different things that you talked about in terms of the arts and culture. Um, so where what's your dream job where where do you see yourself going i know that um you know you've done so much in such a short time but where do you see yourself down the road yeah um i would love to keep writing that's always been a part of my life and i would be really cool to be a senior writer at like rolling stone or a comparable publication um so you know there's a lot of publications i love like uh, jezebel everyday feminism vulture vice media one of those kinds of things um i also i've considered i've toyed with the idea of academia um, I, you know, I, like I said, I majored in women's studies, minored in creative writing. It would be really cool to get, you know, an MA in creative writing, maybe even a PhD in it, which that does exist. People think that they absolutely do exist. So um, that, or maybe a PhD in women's studies, but that would be down the road a little more. But I definitely want it to involve, you know, writing and editing whenever I do. So with editing, um, I mean, you're, you understand the role of being an editor, but, you know, for someone who might be getting into it, what, what is it actually involved being an editor? Yeah, it's a lot of very detail oriented work. Um, and, you know, there are different kinds of editors or just different kinds of comments that you can make. You can focus more on, you know, grammar and, and spelling and those kinds of things that are, um, you know, just about like stylistically, or you can focus more on content edits, like, is this a good enough lead? You know, is that engaging? How, you know, how is this structured? Um, are there problems with the organization of this piece? So those are the kind of the different kinds of things it entails. And then Google Docs has really been, Google Docs is a great way to edit. Um, there's also, um, you know, track changes in Word. You can do pen and paper, just kind of depends on um, what your preference is. But yeah, I did a lot of editing, like I mentioned, at both of the high school newspaper and the college newspaper. And now since graduating, I've had some cool editing experiences, including I actually did some editing work um, for a book called The Barbizon that is slated for publication by Simon & Schuster in March of 2021. And that deals with the famous Barbizon Hotel um, in New York City, where many famous women uh, like Sylvia Plath and Joan Didion stayed, um, you know, back in the day, it's no longer open, but it, it talks about that. And it's, I'm really excited for the world to read it. I had the opportunity, you know, obviously to read it early as I was um, doing some of the end note editing for that. Um, and 
parts of the final editing process. So it's, yeah, it's a really great book. As someone in the travel space, I love learning the history of buildings and hotels and things like that. I mean, just because some places, whether it's New York or even overseas, I know one place that my daughter and I stayed at um, ended up, it started off as a prison, then became a hospital and then became a, um, a hotel. So, you know, and that was in Scotland. And so it was, I think it was the one, the place that we stayed in Sterling. So, I mean, history is just, you know, really, and like you said, depending upon who stayed there, that brings a whole nother ambiance to it. Absolutely. Yeah. That's really cool. So, um, talking about, um, you know, just, um, travel and Nebraska and, uh, where you currently are living. Um, some of our, some of the listeners might have not visited, um, the state and, um, what would you recommend, uh, for someone who's trying to think about doing a road trip, um, for the sites to visit or, you know, what's the geography like? Give us a little bit of a feel because again, our country is beautiful. And a lot of times we don't take time to explore our own backyard. Absolutely. Yeah. So the part of Omaha that, or the part of Nebraska that I'm in, I'm in Omaha, Nebraska, um, which is kind of the biggest city, the biggest metropolitan um, area there. And uh, specifically, if you're looking to visit Nebraska, I would say that Omaha, the downtown area is a really cool place to go. There's lots of theater. Um, there's lots of, there's music. There's, you know, there's the Omaha opera. There's also like, we have big acts come in. Everybody from Taylor Swift to Bruce Springsteen, you know, has performed here. Um, I, you know, there's lots of great shopping. You can buy all kinds of things. There's cool, like antique sorts of stores. So that's definitely a big pull for people. Um, we actually have a nationally ranked, like what's in one of like the top five zoos here, the Omaha Zoo, which is super cool. But definitely recommend that if you come out. Um, College World Series is also in Omaha. Um, and another thing that's not necessarily something to visit, but something that's interesting about Omaha is we have a world-class biocontainment unit um, at the Nebraska Medical Center. And we had, uh, we were one of the few hospitals to have the um, Ebola patients on the national quarantine unit there. And we had the very first COVID patients here. So they came, those were the very first people from the Diamond Princess Cruise that came here. Um, so that's some other interesting trivia about Omaha. But yeah. I love travel trivia. <laughs> so where do you hope to live in the future? I know that you've lived in New York. You know, I, I know that you've lived in Nebraska. Where where have you, where would you like to live? And also where have you traveled to? Yeah, I think um, I probably, you know, I'm very focused on kind of where the jobs are in terms of where I would want to live. And I know that a lot of the writing, editing, publishing jobs are on the East Coast. So I probably will end up heading back there. Um, I also obviously made a lot of connections in New York during my time at Vassar. So likely head back to, you know, the city, East Coast, that area. Um, but I would honestly be open to, you know, traveling and, you know, exploring and potentially moving anywhere, again, really following the jobs. And yeah, in terms of like travel goals, I always, I've always wanted to like go to all 50 states and I've been, you know, to a lot of places throughout the U.S. because I have family on both coasts. I'm currently, you know, in, in Nebraska, we've done, I've done some road trips just traveling with my family, but it would be cool to like knock off all 50. And I've actually never been outside of the country. Um, and it would be wonderful to go to France, which sounds like a cliche answer. But I always studied France in, or I always studied French from, actually I had it in my elementary school. So elementary school all the way through college, uh, learned a good amount of French during that time. Also learned a lot about French culture and I just love to see it for myself. Um, and I didn't end up going abroad because that was the semester that I was first senior editor and then editor in chief of the newspaper. So it would be great, you know, to visit there at some point. 
I for sure. And especially with your connection with London and writing right now, that might be a natural way to kind of navigate over. Um, talking about that, um, since you write about music and you've been involved, you know, with some of the um, that area, do you have favorite artists or favorite albums right now, especially maybe that you might want to write about? <laughs> I'm doing so I'm doing a ton of listening. I have the top twenty um albums of by women, feminist albums by women in twenty twenty. That's coming out soon with the reader. So in preparation for that and as I'm writing that, I've been listening to a ton of albums by women from this year. Um obviously I'm a huge Taylor Swift fan and like she just released two albums back to back, which was pretty amazing, uh, folklore and evermore. So definitely those two. Um but also in terms of, you know, other other music um that's come out recently that's been really great. Uh Rina Sawayama released an album this year, kind of a breakup pop album. That's a lot of fun if you love pop. Um, also, Phoebe Bridgers is a wonderful uh, indie artist too. A few, I'm a huge fan. Um, and actually, somebody who one of her co-writers, his name is Connor Oberst, um, and he's from Omaha originally. So we have some cool people come out of Omaha. And he actually just he's part of the band um, Bright Eyes, which is also from Omaha. And they just released an album in 2020. They're male artist male band but I, I love them too um called down in the weeds where the world once was and there are a lot of like omaha references on that album which is like very exciting to omaha people um and to anybody it's just a great album would highly recommend see if you can figure out all of the omaha nebraska influences on there um and then in terms of other stuff some other things that you know pops up on the list and that i've really been enjoying is uh chloe and hallie's new album on god the hour and um, Megan Thee Stallion released a new album. So lots of stuff. I could list stuff and talk about music all day. Um, but definitely a lot of, one of the good thing I, things I think that's come out of 2020 is a lot of great music. So, yeah. Well, it's definitely given people time to create. <laughs> because if they haven't been on the road, then they're creating. So um, so that that's really great. So for my podcast listeners and the YouTube side too, there will be uh, information blocks. So if you'd like to reach out and connect, you definitely can with Leah. And um, so are there any particular projects, um, things that you're working on in the future that you would like to share with the listeners? So that way they can, um, they'll know more and and how would they reach out to you? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so definitely my Twitter is a great way to follow me. I, I post every time I write something or publish something or something happens, it goes on there. So please follow me on Twitter. Um, I'm sure that I'll give you that information so you can give that to them. Uh, and I also just post fun things about like music and feminism on there just as it hits my brain. So definitely Twitter is a great place to follow me. Uh, I also have my own website. And in terms of things to look out for, um, I started a feminist music blog recently. And I mentioned this before, but kind of the two categories I have on there are songs that I take a little bit of a deeper dive into um, that are by women and also uh, Q&As with artists. And I just finished up um, my, my first part of that, my first um, article in that segment uh, was with a new artist called Frankie Pineapple. Uh, she's kind of an up and comer and she really had a lot of really great candid insights about her life and music and ageism and sexism in the music industry. So that's something uh, definitely to read. So I'd say website, blog, Twitter um, are great ways to follow me so yeah. yeah i you know what um i know we're gonna have continuing conversations because as you um 
do your own personal travels and explore things, you're always welcome to come back. And especially, you know, if, like you said, a lot of the music and the individuals that you're interviewing and connecting with, they're connected to different locations. And so it's all about travel in different ways. Um, so I really appreciate your being on. Any last minute thoughts before we log off? Um, I don't think so. Not necessarily. Just thank you so much uh, for having me again. Really appreciate this. And, you know, hope that I can get some, have more people read my writing out of this and make some new connections. So, yeah, well, you know what, this, the Jacob Travels is all about, um, telling people stories and sharing, um, new individuals as well as, um, you know, all what they're doing. And so I am super excited to follow your writings and I recommend that everyone, you know, kind of connect and read and enjoy because um, that's what this is all about. So thank you so much. And I look forward to talking to you soon. Thank you. Me as well.